three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Mentality. We're your hosts. My name is Harris. And my name is Sarai. And our podcast is all about mental health, advice, relationships, and personal struggles. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to our podcast. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back again. Also, don't forget to follow, share, and download on all social media and streaming services. You'll find us at Raw Mentality Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Raw Mentality Podcast. And let's go ahead and get into our show. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Mentality Podcast. Hello, everyone. And today we have a topic that we picked out together. Yes, we did. Um, so we're going to be talking about inner peace and loss yes um so do you want to kind of just start us off in terms of talking about loss yeah i think we'll go from there like first we'll talk about loss and then we'll go towards inner peace true um and then we'll do like our smoke with us section because th- again this is not an episode that we have planned Woo. <laughs> so um we're kind of just raw dogging it you know yeah it's that seasonal depression <laughs> yeah man <laughs> You know, seasonal depression kicking in, but it's yeah. finally getting out. It's nice. Yeah, it's here. nice out here. You guys will see a little shift in the show. Woo. Um, but yeah, let's talk first. Mm-hmm. First, we'll start off with loss. We'll go into um, inner peace, and then you know, match with us and quotes if we have time at the end. So yes, go ahead and start us off with loss. Um, so for loss, we actually want to go ahead and talk about um, not just you know death, but also the loss of people that we've had in our lives, the loss of ourselves. Um, you know, cause sometimes we, we lose ourselves. Like, it'd be like that. It'd be like that, bro. <laughs> it'd be like that. Um, but yeah, seriously though. Um, I think we should start off with death. I feel like it's not maybe the easiest, but it's the, the most, most common. common. Yeah. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Okay. It is, it is, it is the most common form of loss. I feel like that and maybe breakups. Mm-hmm. It's like up there, True. but like death is pretty common, uh, form of loss. Yeah, it's like the first thing you go to, I feel like, in your head when you think about loss. And it's also one of the hardest forms because usually death is like, when you suffer a loss from death, it's usually unwarranted. Like nobody, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously most losses aren't on good terms. I shouldn't say there really is like I feel like there's never, yeah, it's never really. Yeah, or for death especially, but like for death especially, it's not, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's like, damn, they died. I get you. Um. So, yeah, I mean, for me, some of the laws that I've dealt with, obviously, like, I, th- I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but mm-hmm. most recently, like, from death, I lost my dog, um, Jakey. Jakey. Uh, I think we had him for 13 years, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really tough to deal with. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about how I dealt with it on the inner piece. Um, mm-hmm. I- I'm still dealing with it, obviously. I don't want to say that I'm, that I'm done with it. It's only been, like, maybe five or six months. Um, or so yeah so i mean obviously i'm still dealing with it but it has gotten better for me which i'll talk a little bit more about um but that's really like the first one that comes to mind because it's the most recent yeah um other than that i have faced death in my life you know time and time again um you know my grandma's brother died when i was young i remember that like it was yesterday and then my grandpa also died not that long ago too. So I've lost mm-hmm. a lot of grandparents. Um, 
And then there's also just family that I never met because they died either throughout the war or they had health problems like my like my father's mom, mm-hmm. my grandmother. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough to get into because it's really a lot of details. Um, as far as death goes, I mean, you know, I don't want to talk about how everyone died and, you know, how I lost them, but it's good to know like that. I don't want to say it's good to know, but I just want to lay it down that I did lose people from death. Um, mm-hmm. So I can definitely relate to those who have. Um, you know, I feel like when we're younger, you don't really deal with it too much because you're young. You know, most people, I don't know. I could be wrong. For us, for us, I mean, you know, you've talked about it before. You never really lost anybody like that. But I that was close to you. But, Recently, you did. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and talk about that. So I know in like previous episodes, I was saying that there was family stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It was a family death that yeah. was going on, and it was my grandma, you know, my mom's mom. Yeah. So it, it's very recent, like maybe what less than a month, I would yeah, say. Yeah, month, month yeah. at most, maybe two months at most. No, it's definitely like around a month, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it's very, it's very recent. I feel like we all dealt with it differently in our family, and obviously we're still dealing with the fallout. Yeah. Um, it's causing a lot of family drama, a lot of family fights. Um, even some, honestly, I was in like a mini confrontation thing. Yeah. But I mean, you know a lot about it, so. Yeah, you don't have to get into detail about it. No, but basically everyone's fighting over, you know, land that was under my grandma's name. Um. Money. Money. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. You know, all the typical. Who's in charge of what? Yeah. The typical crap. Yeah, and that's um, you know, for me, for for me, when my grandfather died, um, it was kind of like that. My father and and his brother got into a pretty nasty dispute over like, not over like anything that my grandfather owned, but like just like the way he died. And even before that, um, my grandfather was was put into a nursing home, and yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I, I do think he needed it because he was starting to go, mm. um, and you could see like he he couldn't really walk too much. He was having trouble, and and he was diagnosed with um, uh, dementia, dementia, and even I think minor minor form of Parkinson's because he would shake like his tongue or like lips would shake sometimes. You would see like when he's talking, like, and he wouldn't notice it, but he would do it all the time. Um, so it was just kind of scary too, but yeah, it was it was kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie, just seeing that, um, it kind of just reminded, it kind of made me feel like, damn, I don't want to go that way. Mm-hmm. Um. And basically, like, the drama that was caused between my family was, you know, whether it was right or not to put my grandfather in a nursing home the way that he was put in. And also some other things like money that was that was stolen and, and, and yeah. not necessarily stolen but misused and trust that was um, ill-advised on my grandfather's and he trusted a lot of people that he shouldn't have. Okay. But, I mean, I don't okay, want to I don't, I don't okay. get into it. It's, it's not... You know, there's two sides to every story. True. Um, I don't want to say my side of the families is always the right one, even though you know it seems to be that way. But um, I never want to, I never want to pick sides because once you do that, you know you're, I don't know, you're crossing a line that you can't really come back from. Come like back that. from like or that. easily. Or come back from easily, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I guess I definitely pick a side. I picked a side because it got like very personal. Obviously, right, it's family, but it's, like, ridiculous because there's just so many things that either that one person doesn't know that I know or that we know or whatever the, f- the fuck it is, to be honest with you. Yeah. 
or she doesn't even care. And it seems like she keeps things from people that, you know, obviously benefit her. It's whatever, though. I mean, like, you know, things will come out when they, when they would like, you know, when it's supposed to come out. But that was the most recent loss. Um, prior to that, I had my great grandma pass away on my dad's side. And I mean, honestly, I, I feel really bad because I wasn't that close with her. Like, I did see her all the time, but we just, I don't know. She was always just like, I don't know, like it just didn't click or anything like that. But we, I didn't really have a great emotional thing going on with her. I mean, I did yeah. cry. She's family, you know, but it was just like one day. And then after that, it was just kind of like, okay. That's kind of how it was for my, for me with my um, grandmother's brother dying. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's basically my grand, my grandpa. He's my mom's uncle. I'm not yeah. sure what you would call him, but I remember that. And that's great kinda, uncle, I think. Yeah, I guess great uncle. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it was sad because I do remember meeting him in Bosnia when I went mm-hmm. one time. Um, and I did form a connection with him. It wasn't like we didn't click or anything, but I just didn't know him for that long. Yeah. Um, but, but it was sad. You know, I did, I did cry. I remember like, you know, it was, it was kind of tough. Um, but I think I myself like got through it pretty easily and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. He was kind of young though. He was? Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't too old. Mm. He was like, I want to say like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I feel bad for not knowing, but I want to say he was like around 50, 60. Young. There was no way he was that old, like like too old, you know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I, I don't think we really want to get into it too much. I mean, I don't know. I wanted to ask you, do, does yeah. does death scare you when you when you see that, at, you know, obviously like one thing that I want to I want to I want to ask you about so obviously you know we've been talking about how like we don't feel real yeah and all this and that and like Mm. I don't know I feel like we associate death with not being real too at least I do in my head sometimes with that feeling because I felt that way a lot of times in my life um almost almost daily I feel like that because just because I stress myself out so much that's true and I feel like I'm not real almost all the time (laughs) um and I that way like you know kind of just like death feels like I, I try to like give death no importance on the daily but then when mm-hmm. it hits like oh you know like i've had so and so die or like you know like when when mm-hmm. my dog died and we had to put him down that was out of nowhere you know and yeah. like nobody was expecting that and like honestly, you were because he was older but you weren't because it was like yeah, a regular it was day out of nowhere it was just you know yeah. he was fine that day my mom said he was perfectly fine mm-hmm. and then i don't know where he would just like would not get up at all mm-hmm. and then that was that um so i mean does it hit you at all does it ever scare you because it scares me i don't think it's I think it's scary. Yeah. You know, obviously, whoever tells you it's not scary, they're either lying or. There is a sense of excitement, though, right? Mm, no. There's a sense of mystery for me. Yeah. Mystery. But yeah. I feel like it's exciting because I do want to see what happens in the afterlife or if it even exists. Yeah. I guess I, I see what you mean. When my time comes, obviously. Right, right, right. We're not seeking anything. Not, like seeking, that. not seeking anything. <laughs> don't recommend soon. anything like I that. I want to live this life out to the fullest before right. I do that. I feel like this life is a lesson. Yeah, I feel like it's it's hard to it's hard for me to live on the daily knowing that to a certain extent, I don't even know if this is going to be worth it. You know, yeah, I feel like that's what holds me back a lot of the time from making any decision. It's always the end, you know. Yeah, like we're all going to die. What's the point of it? Yeah. And that gets me really bad on the daily. Yeah, I I agree. 
Um, so that's part of the reason why I want to do, you know, music is, is kind of just live on, even if it's not like I'm a super famous mm-hmm. musician, but like, you know, my music is out there. Right. And even though it may not be on every single streaming service that ever comes out, I'm just hopeful that, you know, I touch enough people that maybe somebody keeps pushing the message along or mm-hmm. somebody buys ownership of my music and, and puts it up somewhere when I'm gone. Um, whether that be my estate or, you know, somebody, a third party owner. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I like like doing music is because I just mm-hmm. wanna have a message that's out there. I hear you. I feel like that's also why we're doing this podcast, but for, yeah. for yeah. for me, I feel like what keeps me sane is trying like or or trying to try <laughs> everything, you know? Like I wanna do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And that's yeah. why um Sometimes you even say, like, oh, how are you going to fit that in your schedule? And I'm like, I'm going to make it work because I, I need to do it. Like, it has to get done. Yeah. And that's where my source, my my um, urge of urgency comes from. I hear you. Because I feel like it's not just the daily time. It's the lifetime that's running out, you know? Yeah. I'm never going to get these five seconds that I was just talking about this back, you know? Yeah. I hear you. That's so. how it feels. I feel like that's a lot uh that, that's that's a big player in where anxiety comes from from some people mm-hmm. um definitely it's just that like you know just daily i'm not talking about like you know general anxiety but like um just people who have it on a on a minor basis i guess mm-hmm. it's like a more minor thing yeah i hear you i don't know it's just it's hard but it's like obviously it's it's inevitable it's gonna happen regardless of what i do right yeah so what is the point and then that's that's where it gets you know a little bit slippery because i'm like yeah what is the point but then i'm like no 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 you can't think like that there there is a point there's there's a reason why you're here and then it goes to religion but then i'm like i don't know if i even believe in that and then it goes it's like a endless loop of a fuck me yeah (laughs) so (laughs) just questioning yourself and everything you've gone through and whether it's you know and everything that you want to do yeah and then I'm like, wait, what if it's just my brain playing tricks and nothing ever actually existed? Yeah. And then it's just my, like how you say, it's just my brain making up everything around me. Yeah. But then I'm like, how can there's I be so self-centered? There's a, there's a theory for that called the Boltzmann brain thing. Um, yeah. Where like everyone, like you can simulate, if you put a brain in a vat and feed it electrical signals, you can just simulate a reality. Mm-hmm. And like someone perceives it as real, but like it's just their brain being fed electrical signals. I don't know. That shit tweaks me out. Yeah, same. I hope that's not what's going on with us. Like, we're on some Matrix stuff. But I mean, if it is, then (laughs) I mean, I can't do anything about it, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. But, yeah, I feel like that's where death for me gets a little slippery when it, you know, obviously it's about me. But actually, it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but it's weird because last night, I think I told you this morning. I had had a bad dream. I had a bad dream. And it was that you passed away. Dude, when I tell you that I've never, like, come out of my dream, like, so bad. Like, I couldn't breathe. It took me five minutes to... It wasn't like I was out of breath. It was... I forgot how to breathe. <laughs> I was like... I don't know. Like, it was just, like, not yeah. even panic attack. It was, like, the sense of loss. But then reassurance. But it was just fucking weird. Because I woke up, and obviously you were just sleeping, minding your own damn business at the other side of the bed. Yeah. Doing your thing, you know? Yeah. And I'm over here, like, freaking out, and I don't want to wake you because I know you go to sleep late, and it's just like, oh, my God. So it was bad. Like, the dream basically was that me and you were together. We were about to get married, and then 
you passed away on me, so I wasn't your wife. I was just your girlfriend still. I mean, that that wasn't, like, the problem or the thing, right? <laughs> I hope that's not the problem. I know, no. I didn't own him before he died. <laughs> Ew, no. I, that's, see, that's why I don't like marriage, because it's not ownership. But I know that's not what you no, meant. No, I know. I'm just kidding. I know. But it was, like, Check little... out our episode on marriage Woo. and divorce. Woo! Woo! Do it. Woo! <laughs> so then... um. I don't know. There was this person. I, it was a guy. It was more like a presence. Mm-hmm. And then it was like talking to me. And then, um, like, I don't know. It was so weird. It was like you were living, then you died. And then I had like the sense of like, the I, it felt like I had the whole uh, grieving cycle. You know how there's like faces uh, like or whatever it is? Yeah. And then I woke, I, I like was saying, I'm like, okay, well, I'm never going to marry again. But then I was like, I didn't even marry. And there was like this weird trip in my dream. I was like, what the hell is going on, dude? Really? I just came here to sleep and then all this shit's going down. And I'm like, what the hell? So, and then I woke, that's why I woke up and I was like, dude, I literally grieved your death in my dream. I hope that does not happen anytime soon. Hell no, I better not. That's why I told you, I was like, you are not allowed to die anytime soon. Was I old in your dream or was I young? No, we were young. We were this age. Ooh. And that's why That's why I told myself, I, 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 I'm never going to marry. I hope that's In not that dream, only. I told myself I'm never going to marry. Uh, it better not, dude. That, that shit scared me, me. It scared me, dude. You know, but there's a Bosnian, uh, I, I don't know if you want to call it a legend or folktale or uh, not even a story, but it's just like a saying mm-hmm. that when somebody dreams about your death, that means that you, it's actually good luck, like that you're going to live. Okay, uh, good. You better live. because Or something like that. Something like that. I don't know. That's at least my grandma used to tell me that. I don't when know. When I was young, when I was young, my parents would tell me that too. It was weird because like everything was black, like it was dark. Mm-hmm. It was like we were out because it looked like starry, if that makes sense. I don't know. It was like a weird trip, dude. I've How never tripped die? before. I don't know. It never, I don't think it, I, I ever dreamt that. I don't think I dreamt how you, it just like I someone, just that presence came to tell me that you, you passed away. Oh boy. That's fucked. Yeah. That scares me even more. That kind of gives me goosebumps. Yeah. I hope I don't die. Please don't kill me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was just like my dream, probably. Yeah. I don't know. No, it was I hear fucked, you. though. I hear you. I don't swear a lot. This is probably the most I've ever sworn on this show, but. I feel you. No, I know. <laughs> I've had dreams like those. I've had dreams like those. They tweak me out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it, it's, it's, uh, it's a tweak out, but it pales in comparison, obviously, to like real life loss. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like the worst, but. Um, let's talk about some other loss. I mean, we talked about death, I yeah, feel like, I pretty that's... much as far <laughs> as we could talk about it. Um, I think we should do a relationship because I feel like that one... Loss of relationships, I feel yeah. like now it doesn't really bother us, like, the like romantic relationships. Yeah. But everything else, yeah, it bothers us. Uh, I mean, I or at least me. I don't know. I mean, as far as, like, laws, I mean, obviously, there's the cliche, like, I've lost friends, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, I don't necessarily want to say that I've lost friends. You know, people fall in and out of contact with each other. Um, one thing that my buddy told me, one of my buddies told me, was that he never leaves a bridge burned. Um, and that's kind of the way that I like to look at it. I don't like to burn bridges. Um, if I stop talking to somebody, yeah, it might be for a reason, but I don't want them to think, I don't want anyone to think that, that I hate them or that, like, you know, I I despise them. I don't think of it that way. It's just, right. like, I'm very focused on, 
um, myself, and that might be egotistical, but I really am focused on success, not only for myself, but, you know, for mm-hmm. the things that I want to do in this lifetime, you know, contribute yeah. to the world and, and my family and stuff like that. So um, that's really the reason why I feel like a lot of my friendships fall out um, mm-hmm. is just because a lot of people just aren't, I hate to say it, but a lot of people are just mm-hmm. either aren't mm-hmm. as focused as I am or maybe I'm too focused. Um, I don't really know how to put it, any other way to put it. Does it hurt me on the daily basis? No, but when I sit back and think about it, sometimes like it does feel lonely. Um, you don't really go out as much. Yeah. You kind of become a shut in, and that's what's been happening to me. A hermit. <laughs> but I am, I am, I am trying to go out a little bit more, especially now that it's going to be nice out. Yeah, you know, we're going to go out more. So obviously, being safe, obviously. Yeah. I feel like the only reason why I'm still around with you is because I, I like, like latched on and I held on tight. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> sure, dude. I mean, it's true, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. You did latch on pretty tight. Yep. Too tight. I'm just kidding. Um, But I feel like with me, usually it's the same thing. It's like a fallout. There's mm-hmm. just like one person that I didn't just like burn the bridge. We like both of us. We didn't just burn the bridge. We like atomic bombed it. And I don't know. Like it sucks because like we both survived the atomic bomb, you know. Woo. But um. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. I would I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I'm still here, I think, right? I don't know. Am I real? I don't know. Just kidding. Uh-huh, very funny. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> but um I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't see us ever talking again, even though I know that even like if it's deep down for her, I I, I feel like I would like to say that I knew her enough to know that she always like wore, you know. She didn't show herself to most people. So even though I knew it was hurting her, no one else would know. Yeah. So I feel like that's the case right now. Yeah. But we just, I feel like we'll never talk again. And that's what sucks. Because, again, the loss is not just like, I didn't just lose a friend. I didn't just lose a best friend. I didn't just lose, like, the person that I liked a lot. Um, I lost someone for the rest of my life and probably beyond. That's what hurts me. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's different for, for men and women friendships. Like, I don't know, between me and my guy friends, like, we can get into arguments and fall out and not talk to each other for months on end, but then we always end up, like, being cool with each other one way or another. See, I don't know. I, and usually I could do that, but I feel like we're too alike, and that's why we clashed heads a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, it depends. It depends. Obviously, like, not everybody is a good good fit to have as a friend all the time, right? Yeah, I, um, probably not. I've had people that I fell out with permanently. At least it feels like permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, like, my core friend group, which is, I don't know, maybe it's because of our personalities. We're all pretty chaotic. Um, <laughs> to say the least. I would say I'm probably one of the least chaotic out of all of them, but. Uh, definitely, yes. But, um, which definitely. is funny because because I always looked at myself as a chaotic individual until I met all these other guys. Yeah. Um, Which, my friend Zach is also part of that friend group. I mean, he's been uh, on the show Zach's, before. Zach's pretty Zach's not cool. chaotic. Nah. Zach's, Zach's pretty chill. Pretty chill, yeah. Um, but I'm talking about the other guys. and Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone, everyone in the group has, has, you know, fallen in and out of contact with each other like that. You know, um, some people are closer with each other than others mm-hmm. in that friend group. But at the end of the day, I feel like we're all, we all have like a sense of being cool with one another. Like if we see each other, we'll always sure. catch up and, you know, it's there. So it's yeah. never, it's never really been like a sense of loss with that. Um, other friends, I mean, like if I cut them off or if we fall out of contact, it's probably for a reason. 
Yeah. It's probably for a good reason, too. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, I'd say. It's probably, like, it's for the best. Yeah. I feel like that's what it is with mm-hmm. this, too. Um, yeah, other than that, I feel like I've never really had anyone, I mean, dramatically, like, that I've lost. I feel like I could pretty much reach out to anyone, and, and in fact, I do. Like, we talk, like, here and there. And it's cool. Like, it's never been, like, I can't reach out to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So. I mean, as far as other relationships, obviously, we've talked about our previous relationships. Oh, yeah. Already. That's another episode that you guys should go check out. True. I think it's the last, the, no, two episodes from here. I don't know. Episode four or five. Episode, episode. Yeah. One it's, of those. Yeah. But for me... I would say it's easier. I could probably still reach out to my ex and like I think he was working on his one of his um stories and I asked him all like how'd you do that? Like, I don't know. It was weird. It was like a weird thing. And he explained it to me and I was like, Oh, okay, cool, thanks. Nice. And that's where it like Yeah. It's just someone I used to know. Like I don't I know. Said. I feel like I feel like I could if I saw my ex out in public it'd be cool. But like yeah. it'd be just weird to reach out like that. Yeah. We don't really talk, so like what reason would I have? You know? Mm-hmm. And plus, like, I don't really want to, so yeah. <laughs> there's also that. I mean, it's just, like, I don't have a want to. It'd be cool if I saw her in public, like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's like, all right, cool. I'm like, weird, awkward, bye. Bye. You know. <laughs> Can I ask you um, about the, like, if we if we were to go our separate ways, mm-hmm. would that, how would that loss be for you? I feel like with us, it's different. We're pretty close. Mm-hmm. We're very close. Yeah. I feel like even if we broke up, yeah, like it, it would have to be something like really bad, or we'd have to both agree on it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like either way, we'd come together and be able to be friends. So. Yeah, because I'm I'm friends with like basically all my ex, like not friends with some, but you're not enemies. You're not on bad terms with anybody. No, you're not no, on bad terms. I'm not. Which is cool. Yeah, like, that's a good thing. I feel like you used to be, but now you're just like whatever. You've like grown said, out of it. It, it. It's it's all about how much importance you give it. Like I don't mm-hmm. really give it importance anymore. I right. used to like it used to be a big thing in my life. I, yeah. I'm an adult now. Like that shit's fucking really stupid. Matter. Like yeah. we're too old to be thinking about stupid stuff from high school. Right. I mean, like I'm not gonna say that high school trauma can't affect people into adulthood. Um, but for me personally, I it just it's not important anymore. It doesn't affect yeah. me. Yeah, me neither. It did It did shape my decisions to a certain extent, but when you really sit back and look back at your life, I feel like you can pick and choose what you want to do, um, and your past doesn't necessarily have to define you. You can learn yeah. from it, but and that's a good thing, but don't let it define you. Yeah, unless there's some form of, obviously, like PTSD or anything like that. Yeah. We're talking about, like, us specifically. Just us, but yeah. yeah. But... I mean, I feel like we, me and you have talked about this, like, not on here probably, but if me and you were ever to go our separate ways, just how you said, I feel like we would always be able to, like, come back and, like, talk to each other at least mm-hmm. um, because we know each other so well. But um, what I, I feel like I had to learn to not be hurt by what you said to me one time. And it, it wasn't, like, one time you said it out of anger. Like, we were talking regularly. And you said... That you, yeah, you know, like your past relationship really broke you down, but it was because it was more like of your ego than anything else. Yeah, my ego, and plus, like, just not having really an experience like that before. Mm-hmm. But you said that you you would never let that happen to to you again. Like, if me and you were to break up, it would never like to that extent like hurt you. Yeah, I mean, I say or, that. You know, I say that, and that is my ego kind of talking again. 
Um, mm, but, but at the same time, it is kind of true because I have gone through it before, so I would know how to deal with it better. Like, right. I wouldn't just beat myself up all day and be like, you know, I got to do this and I got to do that to, like, win her back. I mean, like, maybe I would. Maybe I would, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's just me, like, trying to save myself from any potential pain in the future. Pain. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, I really liked it because at first I didn't. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, do I not mean, do I mean less to no, you? No, obviously that, you mean way more I to know. me. You mean way more to me. <laughs> Hold on. I had to go through that, though. I was like, what does he mean? And then I was like, dude, that's your ego, you know? Like, why would you want him to be hurt after? Even if this were to happen, why would you want him to hurt? Yeah. Oh, to make it seem like you were memorable? Like, what the hell is that? Like, I wouldn't want you to be hurt either. Yeah, I wouldn't want that's you to the, be hurt. I feel like that's the main reason why breakups are so hard a lot of times. Um, it's the spite and all the... It's the spite, yeah. Because, like, either it's either it's you don't want the other person to be hurt and they end up getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I feel like. There is there is good mutual breakups. I feel like it doesn't always have to end yeah. up in a, in a heartbreak story. It's like the ones that come out of nowhere, I feel yeah, like. But then, yeah, but then there's also the people that fight and, like, you know end up on break um, on bad terms and that's yeah. like really fucked up i feel like that's what can mess with people a lot of times True. um on either end you know whoever broke up with who doesn't matter yeah see we can say all this though but at the end of the day we don't know what we, what we would do at at that point it's hard to say okay no but it is hard to say um we kind of just are talking out of our ass at this point i mean it doesn't really Matter what we think, because like one until we actually go through it physically, like actually well, not true. physically, but like actually go through emotionally, <laughs> it wouldn't matter. But like I don't want to go there because like I mean, there's no point. We we kind of first like off, each there's stuff. there's no reason to <laughs> at and least like, not now. I don't think there's ever gonna be. I hope not. I don't think so. I mean, like I, obviously, I hope not either. Knock on wood. Yeah. I mean, apparently, I was so distraught in my dream that I lost you that I told myself in my dream I was never gonna marry anyone else. Yeah. In my twenties, I'm like, what the hell. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I feel you that yeah. it's, we've been together for a long time. Yeah. I feel like the time is, isn't really what, like. It doesn't matter. It Like, I feel like, again, matter. like we've talked about this, it it's feels like it's been do. two days, yet like a billion years. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, And I really want to focus more on what you want to do, though. I, I, I want to go traveling more, more often. We did, like, we have started to. Yeah, we've started planning. We're actually going to go on a trip safely. Safely, <laughs> We yeah. have to include that otherwise. I feel like people are going to be like, what the hell? But, um, yeah, safely, we'll, we'll go ahead and travel next month, hopefully. Yes. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We shall see what happens. Um, but I think this is a good point to go ahead and get match into with Match With Us. us. Hey. Woo-woo. Pack your bowls. Pack your bags. Pack your... <laughs> I don't know. Pack your whatever you got or roll Pack. up whatever you got. Thank you. And today, once again, smoking up my rusty, musty, trusty bowl. And uh, the reason for that, I guess, is because I'm... Uh, I think next time we should smoke out of my bowl. Yeah, we could smoke out of yours, but I kind of want to I kind of want to roll up next time. But the reason I'm doing True. that today is because I'm actually uh, going to be matching with one of my guys coming by soon for a studio session or for an interview from... Uh, this internship that I'm doing through my school. So 
Where you interview. Where I interview artists. So, yeah, any artists that are listening to this potentially, hit me up if you want to get interviewed for um, a different radio station that I work for. Yes. It's actually pretty cool, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we want to go ahead and talk about inner peace. What better thing to talk about when you're smoking? Right. Inner peace. Like, what's that like? Just kidding. I don't think, um, disclaimer, I don't think uh, that we have achieved, like, full inner peace. Oh, like, God, you know, no. with ourselves. But um, I kind of just wanted to talk about inner peace um, in terms of, like, the losses that we have faced and how we have um, moved past or at least try to move past those losses. Yeah. Um, do you want to start off since I talked first last time? No, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I mean, the, the most recent loss, like my dog, um, I kind of really just, what really helped me was um, seeing, like, memories of when he was happy. Yeah, he was um, a pretty happy dog. I guess, like, that's that's really the main thing that helped me out and just, like, trying to understand that there's nothing I could do to bring him back, obviously, which, like, I already knew, but, like, you know, your brain tells you different things when you're so used to something for so long. Yeah, you're probably playing, like, games with you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just seeing, like, positive things about him and just reassuring myself that he was happy. Was he or not? I mean, I'll I never so. I'll never know. I hope so. But I, he looks happy in the pictures, and um, from what I remember, he was always happy. He was, mm-hmm. never, he, he was never... He was moody at times, but it was never because we did anything to him Dude, to make him so like that. Dude, it was so cute, though. Yeah. Sorry. He didn't like taking showers or baths. That's no, the one dude. thing he would get angry about with us. But then, like, after he was done, he would he would be happy. Like, he would see his happy face. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm finally done. Yeah. You know? My pain is done. Yeah. But um, that's that's pretty much that. For my grandfather, like, my most recent, like, loss of my family, mm-hmm. I think. Um, It was, I would like to say I'm honestly not even past it yet. I do have a sense of inner peace with it because I understand that he's dead, but I haven't even gone to his grave yet, which I really want to. Um, I've been trying to—I've been wanting to go to Bosnia to visit his grave for a long time now, since he'd passed, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't feel right quite yet going. Um, I feel like—I don't know. Call me crazy, but I feel like I have more to do in my life before I go there and visit my grandfather. Um, Is it like to show him, like, what you're— are you becoming yeah uh, to a certain extent i guess that's the best way to put it uh, for me my grandma was like really i mean you're i'm not saying your grandpa is it i just like, don't want to be in a negative state of mind when i go there because like it's still it's still kind of like is is there you know what i mean like mm-hmm. oh damn like my grandpa passed away like and i remember like i was i, I look at like memories and stuff and it's mm-hmm. like damn like i remember like all the time every summer he would come by and stay with me for three months, but like now I can't have that anymore. So it's tough. I mean, there, there I would, I don't want to say there's full inner peace, but I have a sense of like, okay, like you know, when I go there and I visit my grandpa, like I want to be a better version of myself than when I was last time I saw him. Yeah. And I feel like I'm still working towards that. I mean, you've definitely improved again. I feel like I always say that, but it's like true. Yeah. It's really true. With me, honestly, it, it's it's obviously it's really, really, really new. Like it's a new thing. It's mm-hmm. recent. So, I don't even know, like, I feel like it hits me, like, out of nowhere sometimes. Like, I know you've seen that. Like, I get really sad out of nowhere. You're like, what's wrong? And then, you know, obviously I tell you. But 
or or sometimes not because I'm like, I just want to be alone. But mm-hmm. um and um but what what hurts the most is knowing that I could have gone and I would have been there when she passed away. Yeah. Like so the backstory, this is why like it sucks for me so bad because I had booked a ticket, right? And I was going to go. I had everything down. I literally was on the phone for one day, literally fighting everyone. Like, I, I didn't have a passport, but I had set up um, stuff with, like, immigration and all that crap, whatever it's called, um, to get a passport the same day out of emergency so I can go and see her during her last hour. Um, I didn't. I didn't, there was, like, no flight available, like, whatever, but I was able to, like, work something out or whatever. Like, I literally, like, did the impossible and literally let, like, like a work period because I was at work doing all this crap, and I was really lucky that they didn't mind. But yeah. um, what really sucked was that I had everything lined up. Everything was good. I had money aside that I was like, oh, what point is she got covid and then no one was allowed to see her. So had I gone, I would literally have not had, like, I was not going to be there in time to see her at all anyway. Yeah. So, like, why was I going to go? You know, that's that was, like, the thing. I was, we were all, like, still, she's getting better, she's getting better. So I was like, okay, well, I'll save the plane fare or the ticket thing for when she gets better. Because it was all looking up for a minute. And then, so that's when I canceled and everything like that. I canceled everything. And then, you know, things went downhill, obviously. So, yeah, like, literally, like, one or two days before I would have came back, she passed away. So, I again, I would have been there. And that's what sucks because, I mean, everyone agreed. They were like, well, what? Like, just save it for when she goes back home so that, you know, you can help, like, the first few days and take care of her because not many people in my family have, like, they're allowed to be here. They have visas to work here and all that crap or whatever it's called, but they're not allowed out of the country. So, yeah. Um, or they are, but they can come back. So I'm one of the only ones that could go and come back and come back safe. So I don't know. It just really sucked because, like, I told my mom, like, I'm like, dude, I could have been there. And she was like, I know, but it just, it, we all thought it was going to get better. And, and like, I still kind of blame myself for that because I'm like, dude, like, I'm one of the only ones that could have gone. No one else could go because either they have kids and they're older or, like, um, they're too young or they have never been. So I've, I was born and have been back. So I don't know. It just, it's really recent and it sucks. And that's why I didn't want to talk about it before because it was even more, you know, recent. Yeah. And then on top of that, all the family crap. So I I don't know that I have inner peace for that yet at all because I blame myself for not being there. I don't think I had even told you this, but you knew that I could have gone, but I didn't tell you I was blaming myself. Yeah. But I don't know. It just sucks. I just feel guilty and like I didn't do enough and all that crap. So I don't have inner peace at all for that. Um. But other than that, like, I guess I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, you can't just say that and be like, I guess I'm okay. I guess I'm okay. I mean, it's like, again, it's my optimism that comes through at the end. It's like, eh. No, that's you just trying to ignore your problems, which yeah, I totally I understand. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do that myself. Um, but I don't know. I think you're doing a good job. I, I think 
as bad as it sounds, I think you did the right thing. It might not be my place to say it. No, I but know. I, I think you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from what I understand, your grandma wasn't even conscious for the most part. So no. even if you did get a chance to go there, you would just be there, there grieving, you know, hoping for the best and, and seeing um. it go downhill as, as well. You being there, I really had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand like you wanted to be there for her in her last moments. But I couldn't have been. But, yeah. No, like, nobody, had I gone nobody there. Nobody could have been. And the, the, the protocol. COVID, with the pandemic, no. nobody lets anybody. The like, protocol is, like, literally she was put into the, you know, the coffin, I think it's called. Yeah, closed casket. Yes. And, like, I would not have seen her at all. Like, no eye contact at all with anything. So, I I mean, like, I get it. Like, it's not really this, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Let's be honest. It is what it is. Yeah. At this point, what could, what could I do? But I think it's something that we're working towards. Um, mm-hmm. You carry that for for your entire life, you know. Um, what you go through makes you, I feel like. Right. At the end of the day, how you deal with it, what you learn from it, and, you know, just everything that comes out of it is is what is going to, you know, be the positive side of it. Don't let it, you know, break you down negatively. Yeah. Well, the other part is is the fact that there was apparently like stuff under my name, and then people think that now I'm yeah. rich. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. All the I don't drama, have any money. <laughs> all the negativity and stuff that follows suit afterwards yeah. is is that's, you know, I feel like that's the main thing to stay away from. Yeah. Because on top of the loss, you start seeing the dirtier side of other people too. Yeah. That are your own blood. It's like not even dirty. It's like, I don't know. It's it's past that. It's just yeah. Bad. I get it. I get it. I've been there, too, like I said. So, uh, yeah, I don't have inner peace right now about that. But It's tough to say it's inner peace. Yeah. I would say you're working towards you working know, accepting towards acceptance. Yes. Um, I feel like it still doesn't feel real. So I don't even know if, like, again, I'm, I don't think it never that does. I've it never fully does. yet. But, um, you just start to accept it slowly over time, I feel like. Yeah. But I feel like it's motivated me to a certain extent. Like, I've been doing more. I've been trying to, um, you know, get my itch together. Because even though, like, yeah, I've been slacking on this show, like, as far as planning, planning and all that stuff. I feel like I did need a break because it, it got really bad with, like, all the other stuff we have to do, right? It did. So my inner peace was, like, out the, out the door. Yeah. I yeah. feel you on that. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, like. How about as far as inner peace with like relationships? Um, have you have you gotten inner peace from the previous friendship that you that you were in? I think you yes. think you're there yet. I think I have inner peace, but I feel like what it is for me is not knowing if they have inner peace. That's what really gets me. And I'm not sitting here being like, oh, like I'm, like, no, like it it hurts me. It does hurt me, but. What hurts more is knowing that I still love that person. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they feel that for me. It doesn't bother me whether they do not. Mm-hmm. If they do, or you know what I mean. Like, I just want them to be okay. I don't know if they are because I once loved them so much and I just, you know, even if it's not that strong anymore or whatever it is now. But what hurts is probably knowing how she treated people that she just let go of. And that not in a really good way because, you know, it was with her, it was very common to have like explosions and no more bridge for anybody. Yeah. 
um for me it's not that common like I'm telling you like I'm friends with basically like all my exes I you know I I dated that one guy that we talked about on this and he's my oldest friend and I still talk to him and there's nothing there whatever but um I don't know it's not it's not common for me so it, it hurts and it was both sides it wasn't just her obviously it, it was me too it yeah. didn't seem like that at first but after I, I had that like click of I don't know if it was inner peace but it's more of acceptance like how you said it's like oh a, what do you call that a work in progress yeah so yeah. I know what you mean yeah it's it's that for me right now not knowing what they're feeling I don't know. For me, when it comes to friendships that I've lost, um, kind of the same thing I was saying before. I don't really question it too much. Mm -hmm. Um, If it happened for a reason, it happened for a reason. Um, Usually it doesn't happen without a reason. Yeah. Unless we just grow apart. Um, I mean, it is what it is, man. This life is tough to describe and uh, tough to give reason to why things happen the way that they happen. True. Um, but you just have to learn to move on with it and you can't dwell on the past too much, accept it and learn from it. That's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a cliche saying, but it's true. Yeah. Um, the more you dwell on the past, the more you, you know, bitch and complain like, like I do a lot. It's, you know, <laughs> we all do. It holds you back. We all do. And I feel like I do a lot, but. You're just more verbal. I'm just really verbal about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I think that pretty much wraps it up for. For match with us. For match with us. I, think, I don't know. Are we going to do any quotes? I think there was just like a few that I liked that I think are worth showing. You're going to have to read this one. It's too many like blah, blah, blah. Okay. So the quote says, we drink the poison our minds pour for us and wonder why we feel so sick. That's by Atticus. Uh, not sure which Atticus is referring to. At, from Mockingbird. Really? I okay. mean, I think so, right? I think so. I don't know. To kill a mockingbird? We drink the poison, our minds pour for us, and wonder why we feel so sick. Sounds like something he would say. Maybe. Doesn't really. The fictional character, let's um, say. <laughs> yes and no. Uh, I feel like you have to understand that you also do have control of your own mind. Um, it's tough to have complete control over your mind. Like, I understand there's outside circumstances that can definitely mess with you. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, there's definitely outside circumstances that can mess with you. Mm-hmm. But I think you have full control over what you do and not necessarily how you feel about something, but more so how you react to something in the way that it makes you feel. That's true. I mean, for the most part, I feel like there's, again, with the PTSD and the trauma and all that. Yeah, it's a different story. It's but a different story, but. For us in general, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have trauma that's preventing us from having this inner peace that we're striving for. But for the most part, aside from the trauma, we're we're pretty okay, I guess. And um, the next quote actually says, inner peace begins the moment you choose not to allow anything outside of you to control your emotions. So that kind exactly of just, what you were just goes along with exactly what I was saying. And I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think it's part of inner peace. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the whole picture, but it does begin with that. I feel like, yeah, um, definitely. a lot of it is also just forgiving yourself, um, self-acceptance, self-love, um, maybe not necessarily feeding into your ego, but you know, um, just accepting yourself, being okay with who you are and, and what you are. 
I feel like what it is for me, it's always questioning my ego. Because, like, I mean, I don't think I'm a terrible person and people usually don't describe me as such. (laughs) They at least think I'm an okay type of person. But I feel like what I used to do, at least lately, it's been a little bit harder. I've really fallen into, like, an ego thing lately and I don't like it. I'm trying to get back. But what I used to do, or whatever, um, is question my ego all the time. And I guess that's, to an extent, egotistical. But the way that I would ask is if, like, if I'm not myself, would this be okay? Mm. You know, like... Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. But it's also not necessarily a good thing, because I don't know, I mean, are you comparing yourself to others when you do that? No, it's, like, more like third person. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, I I feel like that's a good skill to have just in general. Yeah. it's And life. It's hard. That's <clears throat> kind of why I fell off. It's it because, is tough. It is tough to do that. Yeah. I was dealing with a little bit of, you know, depression. <laughs> that's actually something that I was learning about in school um, for a class called Marketing Branding Yourself, which is looking at yourself from the third person point of view mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, really imagine like an outside listener's perspective on yourself or like, you know. An outside person, yeah. third person, third person point of view. Interesting. Poison. Poison. <laughs> yeah, going back to the first one. Um, but yeah, I feel like what really sucks is the blame that I put myself that doesn't let me have that inner peace. No matter what I do, I have no inner peace. I don't know if we said it in this podcast, but we've definitely talked about it recently is um the oh no 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 we were we were on a walk yesterday and we were talking about this no matter what we do i we could never say that i'm proud of myself you know yeah you can't say you're proud of yourself i can't say that i'm proud of myself but i'm able to tell others that's what yeah. we're saying we're able to say yeah i'm proud of you to like you know yeah. each other but or when it comes to like just our, ourselves as individuals it's tough it, I because, can't say that to myself. Yeah, and as, as part of it is because of, you know, we always strive for more. We always want more. Yeah. Um, part of it is because we feel like we can always do better. Yeah. And I feel like even going through what I have gone, going like in the past, mid-past and, and now, um, dealing with stuff now, obviously, I feel like I still can't, I still can't have a moment of like, sadness or you know whatever it's called i can't i guess i can't call it um, depression because i haven't been diagnosed or anything like that yeah but it feels like it i guess and even that makes me feel guilty because i'm like i'm thinking about myself too much you know that sulking makes me feel worse i can agree with that yeah i don't know no i definitely understand you feel like you're putting too much importance over yourself yeah makes you feel like um not to say, not to cuss nasty, but, like, makes you feel like a bitch. No, it doesn't make me feel, well. It makes me feel like a bitch. I guess, like, a bitch <laughs> in the sense of, um, like, why am I thinking so much of myself, I guess? Who do you, who do yeah. I think I am? Yeah, like, your problems aren't big enough, like, to be, yeah. to matter. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Maybe not necessarily in the same sense, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've been in a similar, similar place before. Yeah. Um... But I mean, everyone's road to acceptance of themselves and and the world is different. Very. Um, Sometimes you want to change yourself and that could be a good or bad thing. True. Um, Whether people truly change, who knows? I think you can if you really want to, though. 
Yeah, I think anyone could if they really want to, but again, they have to want to. All right, here's the next one. All righty. Uh, next quote says, don't treat people as bad as they are. Treat them as good as you are. Um, I kind of agree and disagree with it. Me too. Like, I see what they mean with it. Um, it's encouraging, like, a sense of positivity, I guess, and, like, hum- humbleness, uh, humility, to call it, yeah. like, humility within oneself. Um, but certain people... Certain people are like, oh, uh, it's hard to be nice Certain to. <laughs> people really question, like, where I stand on whether the human race should even exist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, like, so, some people are like, damn, like, they really just, like, ruined it for the rest of us. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes that's how they, that's how they grieve with the things that are, they're going on or the things that are happening to them. I guess to a certain extent. Like, I don't know. I feel like I, I probably have been mean to at least one person in my life, you know? I mean, and, at the end of the day, what really goes through my head is like, who am I to judge? True. Who am I to judge? Like, that's always like the last, the last thing that I'll always tell myself, like, who am I to judge? I have to remind myself as well. Cause yeah. I have to, I have to have a sense of humility within myself. So I can definitely see like where this quote is coming from, but, mm-hmm. um, man, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to be that person. Like always. Yeah, like, it is. Nice. You know? All right. I think this is going to be our last one. It's the, Alrighty. I think we're getting close to it. So the last quote here says, stop trying to calm the storm, calm yourself and the storm will pass. Again, we kind of agree, kind of disagree. It's kind of corny. Yeah. Kind of corny. They're quotes. What do you expect? <laughs> I mean, it's true, but. It's true. But I feel like when you're in that moment, it's it's hard to remember that it's it's the storm around you. It's and a t- yeah. You're not the storm. Maybe you are. I mean, who knows? But, you know, like the figure did. I don't know. Like it's. What am I trying to say here? Fuck. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I mean, I definitely agree. I think it's it, it has a lot of truth to it. Like, it's it's tough to realize that you're in a storm, like when it's mm-hmm. going on. Like, you have to remember these sayings, like these these th- these lessons, and it's really tough to remember the lessons in the moment. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Because you're like, dude, I just want to join the storm, or or either I want to run away from the storm, or I want to fight the storm. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? You know, whatever you're feeling, but. At the end of the day, you can't control anything except yourself. And even that sometimes is hard. Yeah. You, you, I don't know, especially for me, because you know how, like, you guys even know now that I kind of am a little bit of a control freak. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Here's just looking at me like, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I feel like everyone to an extent has some, some issue with it, depending on yeah. who they are. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up for today's show, though. Yeah, I think we just want to end it off as, you know, just analyze yourself. I feel like that's a common theme throughout our podcast. Always try to improve, always uh, self-respect and self-reflect. Yes. Um, I was going to say reflect, but... Thank you. Thank you all for joining us again. And make sure you follow us on our social media pages at Raw Mentality Podcast. We're on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. That's right. And also, I would like to mention, I feel like some people don't know what days we post. We post on Tuesdays and Saturdays, every Tuesday and every Saturday. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. That's right. So if you're an early bird, join Central us. Central Standard Time. <laughs> Correct. Um, but other than that, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, stories, comments, whatever, send them our way at our email, 